So hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life to find. So what would your perfect day look like? I mean, let's just think about it. If you had the opportunity to live a perfect day, what would it look like? When I look at my perfect day, I get out of bed at five five o'clock in the morning, and before eight o'clock in the morning, I have like four thousand words written on my book, and and I have the script ready for uh, for my next podcast. And just so you know, I, I'm when I say script, I'm talking about a um, a sheet of paper on it that basically has the topic. All right, like I'm looking at this one. It says your perfect day script. That's actually the title of it. And I'm telling that because, you know, this is impromptu. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really spending a lot of time thinking about what I need to say because when you think about your perfect day or when you think about achieving your goals or when you think about help uh, fixing your relationship, the, the strategy is pretty much the same. But the idea is to get something, grab a hold of something that you can be inspired by, that you can grab, to you can get behind and you can grab a hold of and just jump on. And that's, that's kind of where I am with this one right here. So when I think about my perfect day, like I said, it's a bunch of words on the page before eight o'clock. It is a really good job at editing and being able to look at the podcast because I do a parallel video even though I haven't seen much views I think I have like eight followers now on YouTube which is rocking that's eight more than I had when I before I started so I'm good with that but it's not even about the numbers it's about uh, my perfect day would be heading out going and hiking or exploring something new or just learning a new skill and I, I think that's where that's a good place to start if you're thinking about maybe trying to change something and live more of your life or have more access to your life. It just has to kind of start there. But what does that actually mean? Well, just take a look at your day. You have a day. What what elements of that day would you do you want to see in your day? I I'm not going to drink today because I found that alcohol tends to diminish the quality of my life. It diminishes the quality of my work. It kills me on my sleep and it just it doesn't do anything for me that's actually beneficial to me. Now you you may dig it and and I have no qualms with it either way. The question is what does your perfect day look like? Um our choice to hit the road it was based on this same idea. I was getting up every day when we had our stick and brick house and we would, I had this long list of things I had to do. And what was interesting was no matter how much I got done, there was always a bunch of shit I still had to do. And that was, I guess that's probably what killed me the most about it, it was this never ending cycle. And on a level of one to 10, everything that has to do with the conventional American dream for the most part is about a five. While everything I th- was thinking about while I was doing all that stuff is like a 9 or a 10. I mean, I was dreaming about being in the on the Emerald Coast, hanging out, playing disc golf, or just setting up my disc golf basket and throwing disc for two hours. I mean, that is, that is, that's an amazing adventure, and I've done it, and I know that that's part of my day. Now, today's kind of a busy day for me. I've got some work to do. I spent the weekend helping my son do his remodel in his bathroom. He's got a... Nice home, but the bathroom needed to be redone. It was a really terrible design. So was that considered the perfect day? Well, from the standpoint of the work we did, no. But I had a great time with my son. We got a chance to talk and spend some time together. And actually, I got to bounce some of my ideas off about about this podcast. And it's working out real good for me the way I see it. So 
getting off of me, what is your perfect day look like? What do, I mean, it's it's just like a short version of your perfect life. If you had anything or you take a look at your day, how many of those things that you do today are actually stuff that you want to do, that you enjoy, that add that value? And I mentioned the the 1 to 10 scale. If you have if you're having trouble gauging it or making a choice, just take a look at any given activity. If any, write everything you'll do today down on a sheet of paper and then rate it. One to ten on each thing. If you're not getting above a five, you're probably not having much fun. And if you're below a five on most of the things you do, I don't know. I think I'd be changing something. Now, of course, that's my opinion. Maybe you're digging everything you're doing, but that would mean that scale is around a nine or a ten on most of those things you're doing. The podcast thing, this for me, this used to be a negative seventy. <laughs> it used to be a negative 70 because it sucked. I felt like I was I was terrible at it. I felt like I wasn't worth a crap at it. So, of course, I'm struggling. And, and I've said it before. I'm struggling because I'm afraid of this microphone and I don't like the video camera. But, you know, that's just part of what's required if you're going to do this kind of a job, right? Well, now I see it as about a nine. I think it's going pretty good. I think I'm starting to gain some attention and people are starting to realize that I'm here for the long haul. So that adds value to my life. So I'm sitting at about an eight and a half, a nine right now. And when I actually get to where I'm just rolling in this and this thing is me and you get to see who I am, then that's really going to bring it up to a 10. And when I get people to call me or to message me and say, hey, listen, I really love what you're doing. I really, it's really, I've been listening to it and it really has helped me change my life. That is going to put it up to plus 20 so and that's really my goal this isn't nearly as much about me as it is you because I look around and I see people like you struggling and it's not because you have to struggle it's you have choices it's because the choices you were made you've been making are the same choices everyone else is making and very few of those choices have anything to do with who you are or what you love I remember having a conversation with a young man in uh, uh, in the lumber yard I going was going in to pick up stuff to finish off some fine my fine some fi- finish off some details on, on my house before we got it sold and I, I asked this young man he's about 18 19 years old I asked him I said so why are you working here he goes well I gotta have a job and they pay don't they pay pretty good they pay like 11 bucks an hour I said are you married he goes no I'm not married I said when are you digging your job he goes eh, it's all right which indicates to me it's at least a five or maybe a four but I asked him, I says, why aren't you working in Cozumel, Mexico on some resort, serving drinks or doing landscaping and hanging out on the beach on the weekends? And it was funny because he looked at me and he was kind of baffled. He goes, what do you mean living on the beach? I said, well, are you married? He goes, no. I says, do you have a significant other? He goes, well, I have a girlfriend, but, you know, we're not, I mean, it's just, just that. It's nothing more. I said, well, the reality was this young man could have been earning the same money he was earning where he was at in canyon city colorado at the home center or he could have been exploring the world by spending an entire summer on on working in some place he's never worked before meeting people he's never met before and doing things he's never experienced before and it would be i mean it, it would be a great adventure and the question is why didn't he choose that well It's because he probably didn't sit down every morning and take a look at a list of things that he loves and then define out what his perfect day is going to be. Because in order for you to get to the perfect life, you've got to break it down into your days. How do you spend your days? And it comes down to the question of why are we doing what we do? 
I remember I had a conversation with my son-in-law, and Ryan is a great guy. I mean, he is the kindest, most gentle, badass I have ever met. I mean, he really is. You, I mean, he's just soft-spoken. He never gets excited. He's not like me where you'll be talking and I'll interrupt you. If, if I'm talking, he will sit there patiently and quietly and just wait for me to finish. And it, uh, that's cool. That's one of those characteristics I'm really trying to develop. And I, I get it from him. I want to be a better listener. But but I was having a conversation with him. And he, we've, we've got my grandkids and my daughter. And, and they've got this a nice home. And they've got all this stuff. They have garden boxes. And they have lawn work. And there's weeds to be pulled. And we were sitting out back hanging out. And I asked him one day. He was talking about all the work he had to do. And I says, well, I says, why are you doing it? Why is, why is this important to you? Because the way I see it, if you're, if you're living your perfect life or you, the things you do on your perfect day matter to you, you're going to be really good at them. So that, the indication of that would be all right, there was a couple old people are good at this. Seniors are good at this. You know that old guy who his yard is just immaculate? That's, just, that's because he's living his perfect day. That yard and the things he does in that yard, that is part of his blueprint for his perfect day. And by comparison, when I'm looking at my son-in-law and my daughter's yard, they're busy. Their thing is kayaking and CrossFit and working out and mountain biking and hiking and rock climbing and the list just goes on. So I asked him, I said, well, why are you doing this? Obviously, that we have this idea, the mental image of what our perfect day is going to be like. And it includes the lawn and the beautiful house and the flowers but what's the reality? I told him, I says, you know, you've changed. You guys are about being outside and about kayaking. So why is it important for you to try and include something in your life that, that you obviously don't enjoy? I mean, if you enjoyed yard work, your, your yard would look amazing. And that's really the gauge. Well, guess what? He took out nearly 90% of his lawn. He, he eliminated nearly 90% of his yard work. And now his focus can be on his family, on CrossFit, on kayaking, on mountain biking, on rock climbing, and all the things he loves. You know, and that's really where it's at. So if you if you want to get started on this thing, just get a piece of paper, not not a not a computer, not an app. Get a piece of paper and sit down with your partner and. One side, write down what your perfect day would be like, and on the other side, write down what. His or her perfect day would be like, you know, what does it include? And make a comparison from that list to what you do now. And if you want to take it one step further, just rate that, rate each one of those elements for both the things you love to do and inspire you as part of your perfect day with the things you are doing now. And those numbers will tell you how close you are to living your best life possible. See, and if there's any confusion, if you have confusion about why it is that you're where you are and why your life looks like it does, you just remember this is what you were taught. We are no different than the Native Americans who taught their, their kids to hunt and to fish and to grow corn and to tan hides. This thing we learned about what success looks like, this was a gift. It was given to us by our parents and our family and our friends and our grandparents. It's the legacy that's been handed down from one generation to the next. But in all that time, only a few of us have ever stopped and said, 
Now, tell me again, why am I doing this? Because that's the important question. And the idea has been planted. The seeds have been planted. The reason we do this is because this is the ticket to all happiness and success. I mean, that's the story. You want to be successful, you got to drive this fancy car. Want to be successful, you got to own this big-ass house. Ooh, look at you, balling, man. You rolling big, right? No. No, that's, that's really not. Because when I look, about, look around, I see, I see all kinds of people who are living the same life as I used to. But it doesn't look like they're having that much fun. I'm just saying it doesn't look like they're having that much fun. And that's where it's at. I mean, sure, you have to work. We all have to work. I, I spent 23 years working in a federal prison. Did I enjoy every minute of it? No, it sucked. A lot of it sucked. But that was the ticket to the life I wanted to live. And the mistake I made was once I got that great job in the federal prison, instead of me going after my perfect day and building my life and my wife's life and our family around, our family's lives around that, um, what our perfect day looks like, we went ahead and fell into the same trap as everyone else. And, and I call it a trap because if you think about it, why, is, why, do, why aren't you spending every weekend on your boat in uh at the lake or why don't you spend every weekend skiing in the slopes of Colorado the truth is it's because you can't the truth is it's because the choices you made prevent that you can't you can't have a hundred dollars left in your checking account at the end of each month with the life you're living right now and expect to be able to create or live your perfect life or to be able to live your perfect day it just doesn't happen and by defining that, not based on your ideas, not based on the things that your, your family and friends have told you, and, and, and especially not based on either fear or the desire to be accepted, but based on who you are. This is your life. You don't have to put up with the bullshit everyone else does. You don't have to put up with that crappy job. But in order for that to happen, you have to be able to find a way to escape it and you have to have a place that you're going to go i mean i did not know until we hit the road or till we really started looking at it, that there was an alternative to the life we were living my wife didn't know it either and now granted sailing I, I, I talk about that that was a cool one man i was so stoked about being a sailor i actually had all kinds of ideas about pirates and how we were going to handle them and how we we're going to do this and do that and well it fell by the wayside but i didn't even i had never even considered the idea of being a sailor or a full-time rver and yet look at me here we are and my perfect day is defined i don't have to write it down and if you don't do anything with your life if you just decide ah oh, this guy's full of shit and you don't do anything. My life doesn't change, guys. I'm sorry. My life isn't going to change. I'm still right there. I'm still going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to still do another podcast. I'm going to continue to work on my book. And I think tomorrow, I think tomorrow we have a hike plan. So we're going to be out hiking. We're going to go exploring. And, and the way I've set it up is because there's so many things in my life that I value. I'm grabbing a hold of every bit of it. Because I am in the last quarter of my life, and I'm going out strong. I'm not going to, you'll never see me sitting on a beach day in and day out drinking vodka and tonic, all swelled up like a beached whale. And I'm not judging, but that's the truth. I mean, we spent last winter or the winter before in Florida, and, and about three o'clock, that's what everyone did. And aside from hanging out at their RVs and eating bad food, uh, you know, 
Three o'clock was the was a highlight of the day. All right, it's cocktail hour, they'd say. I remember walking out on the beach at three o'clock going for a walk, and the, the, the people would be coming in off the beach, and these gals would be smiling at me. It's cocktail hour, three o'clock in the afternoon. And by nine o'clock, they are done. They're in bed. They've pickled their livers for one more night. And I'm not judging, but I think they can do better. I think we can all do better. But the reality is we have to acknowledge what our current situation is. For I mean, we have to see it for what it is. We have to be honest about what it is. And I think that's where we fall down. Is everybody, because the rule is happiness is success, right? But happiness can come in the form of a snicker bar. Happiness is a 12-pack of beer. Tell me, hey, listen, you want to drink some cold beer? I'm like, yeah, I'm happy with that, right? But better is a different dynamic better gives you lasting happiness because when you wake up in the morning and as part of your list of your perfect day is to spend four hours out on the boat pulling each other around on a tube or on a on a a skis that's where it rocks that's where shit gets i mean that's where better comes from that's where the perfect day is or you can spend it grinding it out, painting that fence and fixing that squeaky door and organizing all that crap that you think is worth something that isn't worth anything because there was no planning involved in, in when, you, when you bought it, whether you needed it or not. Because again, happiness comes from getting shit. You get shit, you get happy. I mean, I bought all kinds of crap, got happy. One time I bought this, I was trying to do live videos on my phone. I bought this little flexy thing with a clip on it that was going to make my life amazing because then I could hold my phone and do whatever I wanted to do. Well, it didn't turn out and actually I didn't need the damn thing in the first place. It was a piece of junk, but I was excited about it. And in, But instead of me putting it in some box, I don't have room for it. I got rid of it. I gave it away or I think I threw it away. But the point is when I buy something... It's designed to add to my perfect day. What about you? How much of that stuff in the garage or in your closet or in those boxes, wherever you have them stashed, has anything to do with your perfect day right now? If it doesn't, get rid of it. Because if you get rid of it, you don't have to move it again. So, but I don't know. I think, uh, hold on, I need to drink a tea. So I don't know, what's your plan? What is your plan for living your perfect life, for living your best life? What would be, I mean, what would be on your script for the perfect day? It's probably going to be something you love. It's going to be, it has to be something that inspires you. You're not going to, your perfect day certainly isn't moving 30 tons of gravel, spreading 30 tons of gravel around in your yard, you know. And, and I, I just, you know, I'm not an idiot. I get it. The idea of the house, your home being your, the, the, the world's best investment, well, home property is great. It's a great investment for banks and for real estate agents and real estate companies and for developers. But there are a lot of great investments that you can get into that don't charge you interest. In fact, there are a lot of investments that will actually pay you and earn money for you to invest. And a house isn't one of them. Eventually, I mean, if the market goes up, yeah, that's a great idea. But look at where we're at right now. And then you add that burden that we face today because of COVID-19 to everything else that's going on in our life and all the other things we do because why again? Oh, because that was the plan we were given. And there's not a lot of it that has anything to do with your perfect day. See, I'm here for you. 
I'm here to help you capture more of your life. This is this is not necessarily about me. It is from the standpoint of accomplishments. My goal is to have 365 podcasts before I stop and sit back and go, is this really what I want to do? And I guarantee that this is not the end of, all, of it. This is just the beginning of a new phase in my life. I found out that I love to talk, so why not do something where I can talk? I write, but writing is not nearly as productive for me. And I, I do know these stories. Like I said, my script is is a single line. I don't need to bullet point anything. I know what I'm talking about. So, but I'm asking if you, if you want to have more access to your life and you want to live your best life, then start with your day. If there's crap in your day that you're doing and you think of it as crap or it's like, uh, when you, your feet hit the floor at five in the morning and you don't hit the bed till 11 and, and it, the day just was one series after the other of events that you did because, uh, because you're because they make you happy because they inspire you or maybe it's just because that's what everybody else is doing see the definition of insanity according to someone i think einstein gets credit for that but i've read up on it and he doesn't get the he's he's actually not the author of that but the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and re, and dream or wish you and expect a different outcome that's what we're doing i mean you wake up every morning, you grind your grind your life away, you work your job, you deal with the crazy-ass people you do, and then somewhere down the road there is some dream that you have that you're going to actually wake up one day and it's going to be amazing. If you wait, you're, don't worry, it, it's going to end. And the reality is you're not going to ever have that perfect day because when you do finally have the time or you think you have the money to do it, you're not going to be in the shape to do it. The craziest thing I've ever heard of is that we wait until we're 65, 68, 72, 78, whatever the number is going to be by the time you retire, to actually start having fun. There has to be a way to integrate the things we love, the things that inspire us, the things that create our perfect day into our life every day. If you love fishing, if you love fly fishing, First thing, you need to live someplace where you can walk to the river. That would be a great plan. And then, of course, you need to find the time or have the time to go fishing because that's what's going to make your perfect day, right? I have the time to do podcasts because I set my life up that way. And I have time to go exploring and I have the resources to go exploring because I set my life up that way. Because my perfect day is waking up and going, yeah, I nailed it one more time. So... You know, I could go on, and as you probably noticed, I'm a talker, but I don't know. It comes down to, I, the reason I'm sitting where I am now and I can do the things I do isn't because I didn't work hard or didn't do things, isn't because I was able to avoid the things that suck. The reason I'm living the life I'm doing now, and I believe that I have the answer for most of you, is that... When I finally figured out where I was headed and what was important to me, instead of me sitting back and concerning myself with other people, what other people think or what, with the fears of changing my life, well, I just said my perfect day involves being able to travel. My perfect day involves spending as much time as possible doing things that inspire me, that teach me, that, that build me up and make me a better person, not only for myself, but for the world. My better day involves kindness and it involves being 
active and physically fit. I mean, imagine what it would be like if I'm over here, I'm like the guru of, of self-help and I'm over here talking about living your best life. And then I meet you in person and I'm, I, I'm, I have the physique of Java the Hutt. You don't bulk into a body, wow. I mean, that, you, you, you got to live it. And I, th- well, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Do we do it all the time? No, I don't think so. I don't think we, we can ever fully capture our true potential. But that doesn't mean we don't need to spend every day trying. So, anyway, I have eight subscribers to my YouTube channel if you check it out. Um, this podcast is Your Best Life Defined. So if you are inclined and you want to go take a look and see what else I got going on in the world, I'm on social media, although I've kind of slowed that down a little bit because I'm trying to focus on this. I want to give a quality product. I don't want to be wasting your damn time like so many others are doing. And and maybe this is. Maybe you're just not ready for this story. But either way, I hope that you will take a look at your life and you will take that list and you will just push through it and ask yourself questions about the things you do. I mean, when I was out there mowing that lawn, the day that I hit, my revelation hit me, I it all started with this is not my perfect day. Mowing a lawn and eating dust and running a weed eater and just was not it. And so I decided, you know what? It's time for me to live my best life. And mowing lawns certainly isn't a part of that. So what are you going to do to live your best life? That's really the important question. And when are you going to get started on that? So until next time, as always, I'm Chris Haquez. And just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.